Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hang in with D's. Good afternoon. It is one week away from Super Bowl LV. LV. Yeah. 55. <clears throat> I am, of course, your host, D's, and Dylan is back here with me. Uh, got a few things to talk about. Obviously, the big story that broke uh, pretty much last night uh, kind of overshadowed the other big trade that happened as well. Uh, we'll talk. A little bit about Deshaun Watson's situation and go into what's going on with the Steelers and just kind of bounce around to whatever. So uh, let's go ahead and kick it off. Yesterday's big news. uh, It's kind of funny because Jake and I actually that wasn't yesterday. uh, That was Friday that Jake and I were talking about the Cubs and and how bad we thought the whole division was going to be. And literally within a couple of hours, it was announced that Adam Wainwright was coming back, which ho-hum. I mean, yeah, he was a great pitcher, but, you know, he, he's – I at least I don't think is going to go out and win him 20 games or anything, but he's solid. And Yadi Molina basically said that uh, – or I guess he didn't say anything, but it's expected that he is going to re-sign with the Cardinals. But the big news is they pulled off the monster trade to get Nolan uh, – Arenado, shortstop for the uh, Colorado Rockies, and that had been kind of the offseason rumor for the last two or three years, and they finally managed to pull it off. So he is now going to be a Cardinal. So what little hope the Cubs did have probably went out the window with that because the Cardinals got significantly better, and we already discussed how the Cubs are getting uh, significantly worse. So, uh, like I said, we'll get more into baseball as – baseball season approaches but for now we're still in football season and last night we had a major trade take place the los angeles rams are sending jared goff to detroit for matthew stafford and a fuckload of picks now what is it two first rounders two first they they, they get a third this coming drive the lions being yeah yeah the li- yeah the lions will get a third from the rams this coming draft then they will get their first round pick in 2022 and their first round pick in 2023 rams do not give a shit about draft picks at all the, once let's just say that they don't get back into the first round in any way shape or form which means that they won't have a first-round pick until 2024. Jesus. That will be seven years that the Rams did not have a first-round pick. That's insane. Because they've they've traded them away. I mean, they're a good team, so it's kind of working. They traded two away for Jalen Ramsey, and now they have two away for uh, for 
Stafford here, and I, I I had it in front of me the other day. I don't remember what the earlier ones were, but I know they traded out of the first uh, with Atlanta a few years ago for I don't even remember who it was, but anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, seven. It, it'll, they will go seven years without a first round pick. If you can make it work and contend, great, but. You know they've got a solid team, and I'm just happy that Stafford, who I would have loved to see go to Pittsburgh if Ben was gone, right? Um, I would have, you know, he's got a chance now in, in L.A. Now, just just hearing that, like, what are your thoughts on who who wins that trade? Honestly, I think it's good for both teams. I really do. Um, you know, the Rams get a upgrade at quarterback. Significant, significant think, upgrade yeah. at quarterback. I, I I think Goff is middle of the road. Yeah, I think he's okay. Um, and I think Detroit. It's like, look, Stafford didn't want to be there anyway, so you're going to get some dra- some draft capital mm-hmm. to help. So I I'm not mad at that trade at all on either side. And I mean, until you know what those draft picks turn into, it's really kind of hard to call a winner. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other big thing in that is Jared Goff's contract number is is pretty high mm-hmm. which is part of the reason it warranted the extra first round picks because at first initial reaction all over the the Twitter verse was oh my god imagine you know what you're going to have to give for Deshaun Watson now yeah and while it may help to drive the price a little bit mm-hmm. people have to keep in mind that in order for Detroit to uh, take on that massive contract. They had to throw a little little extra spice in, i.e., the extra draft picks. Watson's got a pretty big contract too, though. Right, but that's the opposite of what they're doing. Watson is the golf in in that scenario. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, like, you, you're going to trade Watson for something being a low. You 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 don't want high contract numbers. He's still, I think, going to take at least two firsts, and and some probably a third. Some it, it might very well be. Yeah, you mean a third first? Yeah, or, a third first yeah. rounder. I mean that's. It, it depends what else they go. If you just go straight across the board, three picks, no players, I could see that. But let's say they go with Miami, mm-hmm. and they do Watson for Tua. I think you could do a Watson to a two firsts and maybe a third. And I still think that's a pretty fair trade. Maybe, but they're the dolphin. Well, now I guess the dolphins have like the third overall pick from Houston, from right? Houston. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I know Houston is going to try and use that trade to drive their, their asking. Right. And, and what it's going to come down to, like I said, uh, a week ago or whatever is we're going to have a good old fashioned Mexican standoff. Yeah. Because the Texans are saying he's not on the market and Watson's saying, let me the fuck out. Right. So at this point, who do you think breaks first? I got to imagine it's going to be the Texans. In, in most scenarios, that's usually the way it goes. You eventually succumb to the player, but I mean, both of them have power in this Mm -hmm. because Houston doesn't have to pay him, obviously. Right. And if he just says, well, then I won't play for anybody. I retire. He's got to pay back $21 million. Right. I I think that scenario is not 
even fathomable. No. I guess uh, the question, do you think that this goes into the season? If it does, the Texans are idiots. Because if you look at Miami and the Jets, to me, are the two most likely trade partners. Especially since Watson, he hasn't came out publicly and said it, but the rumor is he'd like to go to the Jets. So, and the Jets have a lot of capital to give up to make that trade, as do the Dolphins, like you said. Right. Why not? Just rip the fucking Band-Aid off. I mean, it's his issue is with ownership. Yeah. And the owner's not going to sell the team. So, why? just do it. I don't. I don't get it. Just do it and move on. Get your draft capital. Try and improve the team this year. To me, that makes the most sense. Now, what are your thoughts? I kind of already gave it, but on the coaching hire, David. What, what David the fuck? Ex- Why? Well, I can tell you what the fuck. No one wanted the gig. Yeah, yeah. that's that's I, exactly yeah. it. But I mean, uh, I'd put Philly in that same boat. I think their coach was kind of the same situation of like. Yeah, but I mean, at least they got a guy with coordinator experience. Yeah. You know, in Philly, Philly's not a good situation, but it's not what what Houston is. Because, A, you've got, yeah, you've got a franchise quarterback there, but he doesn't want to be there. And you don't have a first round pick this year. Right. So you're literally, you're putting your your neck in the noose when you walk in the the front door. Right. And your J.J. Watt's going to be leaving as well, so... Yeah, I think okay, trade or cut. I'm a, I'm always a fan of trading a player if you can. Well, I understand that, but when you see that a lot of times, most teams out there pretty much know that look, we can just wait. Yeah. Cuz they're going to cut him. Yeah. If if he's really unhappy and everything, they'll probably just cut him. Depending on, I, I don't know the cap situation, but you know, if you can work out a deal, then by all means do so. But there's a pretty solid chance that they're just going to cut him, mm-hmm. and then he'll be a free agent. Now, I know what me personally, yeah, hopes for. Uh, I'd like to see a big fat ass family reunion. All right, you know, because um, what would that trade be? If it were well, if it were a trade, Ugh. Cam and what a third? I'm not, I'm not giving up Cam. To, no. to it and a third? Uh, not even sure I would do that. You got to give up one of them. I'd I'd probably give up to a to a or not you to to it. I would give up to it because uh, you've already got a you know Cam's on a pretty big contract. To it is gonna want one. Mm-hmm. If he continues to improve his play, um, so I would. That's probably the way I would go. Now, if I could make it happen to where I don't have to give up one of those guys, and then because then you can put. Why? I mean, JJ's got to play one of those positions. Yeah, but JJ's not going to play every down. Okay, so you're going to have a very expensive backup D end. Well, he's not necessarily. He's still going to play okay. a third of the snaps, or two, maybe even two thirds of I the was snaps. Say, yeah, you know, between him and you got a rot- rotating. Plus, they play a lot of nickel and dime where they have, you know, you could two is big enough. 
you could move him inside mm-hmm. on one of those and put either you could put JJ and and Cam or Tuit and JJ on one side, and you got TJ and whoever the fuck else you want in there, yeah. or you know, okay, you could even go Cam and to it on your inside guys if you wanted to go a four man front and put both Watt brothers on the outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, felt, I felt it move. I think I heard the fucking table just <laughs> knock yeah. from the bottom. You know, yeah. So I think it could work without giving up one of those two guys is basically what I'm saying where okay. because let's be honest, JJ is no spring chicken. No. And he has a hard time staying healthy. Mhm. So I think if you could get him on a cap friendly number and say, look, you're going to be a rotational guy. Obviously, you're going to play more than what a traditional rotational guy is going to play, but we're going to keep you fresh. We're going to keep you healthy, and you're just going to fucking kill whoever has the football right. every time you go in there. And Be on the same team with your brothers, too. Right, yeah. which is why I think that if they do cut him, I would almost guarantee he goes to Pittsburgh. If hmm. if he's released and he becomes a free agent, I'm saying it right now, he will be a Pittsburgh Steeler because he's near the end of his career. There's no question. Right. He's He don't need money. Nah. I think he will take a huge, huge discount to go play with his brothers for one or two years at least. Right. I really do. Maybe even one year, knowing that this coming year is like the last fucking sellout year. Yeah, yeah. This is the year that if because if you, if they don't do it this year, it's over. The mm-hmm. the window fucking is going to be closed for a couple of years. So I think that maybe they could get him on a you know four or five million dollar contract for one season just to play with his brothers and and give it hell for one year and see what they can do. That, that that's just my thoughts. It's not a bad idea. It's really not. No, I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, you know, obviously he's not going to – they can't use him basically to, to replace Dupree because that's not what J.J. does. No. He's not a linebacker. He's not – he ain't dropping back into coverage. But on, you know, nickel and dime situations, even some running plays, you could put him in there and, and still have your outside linebackers run coverage if they had to. But as long as they're not covering wide receivers – like we saw too many fucking times this year, but anyway, uh, we'll get we'll get back to our pipe dreams for Pittsburgh. Next. <laughs> but uh, back to the whole Deshaun Watson situation, you know, it's I I gotta think that it's gonna have to happen before the draft. Yeah, me too. If you're gonna make a move, and and whether you're another team or whether you're Houston, if you decide I'm we got to cut our losses and and trade. You got to do it this year. You have to get a first round pick this yeah. year. If you're getting rid of Deshaun Watson, you better make sure you get a first rounder, preferably a top 10 first rounder right. this season and then a first next year so that you can at least give your new coach a snowball's chance in hell. Right. Um yeah, in Miami and New York, the Jets, they both provide that. You know, you're going to get a top 5 pick and they provide a quarterback. Exactly. You know, you could – because, again, I'm not 100% convinced Sam Darnold's not going to be a good quarterback. Me neither. Do I do I think he can go to Houston right now and excel? Not if they don't get him help. Nope. Same thing with Deshaun Watson. I mean, you can only do so much. Mm-hmm. But 
he could get you by for a year or two while you build around it if you decide that's the way you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Or you – here's the thing. If you trade with one of those two teams, Miami or, or the Jets, mm-hmm. and you throw in Tua or, or – I mean, you're going to have to throw in Tua or Donald because yeah. you don't want to create a whole other controversy right. when you bring in Deshaun Watson. So that I, I think that that has to be included. Yeah. But now you're Houston – and you're getting one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Do you draft a quarterback with one of those top five picks? Um, I, I this year no. This year no. I think you gotta you Go got offensive line or yeah. Uh, I mean you've got the player. Let's, or even Devontae Smith, depending on where you where they move up into the the uh, draft. Well, if it's one of those two teams, you're I mean, looking yeah, at you're, either you're the two second or three. Or, so Devontae Smith is gonna be there. Yeah, right. So I would say no. Don't take a quarterback this year. Um, See what you have, because worst case scenario, your quarterback sucks, and you got another first round next year. Exactly, and no one's expecting Houston to contend next year. At least I fucking certainly hope the owner doesn't expect that. Considering the sh- no, God no. Yeah, so. You could also even do this, take that pick and then move back in the draft for a later pick to try and collect assets. Collect, collect a few more because picks, yeah. Bill gave so many of those fucking picks away. Like I, I don't know what they have. Do they? I don't even know. Do they have a first round pick next year? I'm honestly not sure. All right. So I wouldn't even know where to look at that. But I don't either, honestly. Um. But I do know that they're short on picks, just period. It's not just they're missing a first-rounder this year. So you do that, collect draft capital, you know, even punt on this year and just make this a pure rebuild year. I I can't see how they can approach it any other way, really. Right. Um, I mean, even with Deshaun Watson, they're not going to contend. If, if for whatever no. reason they kiss and make up, Without getting you know some absolute studs, either free agency or or trade or, or draft, there there's no chance they're going to contend. No, they've just got too many holes to fill. Right, because they need a running back. Yeah, you know David Johnson had an okay year, but definitely wasn't worth DeAndre giving. Hopkins. Yeah. yeah, I mean, are you kidding me? So, yeah, that's uh. It, it's going to be fun to see how that plays out uh, before April when the draft rolls around and we'll see what the hell is going to happen there. Yeah. We're looking at a fun off season. Well, I just, in general, in, in general, yes, we, as in Steeler fans, maybe not so much, No, but, but just, yeah, it's, I mean, at the very, it's going to be newsworthy. That's for sure. Cause I think there's going to be a lot of movement. Um, there's already rumors of Garoppolo, uh, the 49ers were, I guess, heavy contenders for to get Stafford. Yeah. And I I have to imagine that Detroit – or not Detroit, the Rams put together the best package as far as, you know, two firsts, a third, and a, uh, and a decent starting quarterback. Right. But it looks like Garoppolo's time is, is done. Right. Um, we're pretty certain that Deshaun Watson is going to move on. Uh, Sam Darnold is still a question mark. Right. You got um, Washington is uh, – I would think Washington is heavy in the quarterback market. Definitely. 
I mean, we talked about how good Heineke Heineke did, and that's one game. And that's a trap. Yeah, that, I mean, don't fall on the Rob Johnson, Matt Flynn, and yeah. all these other. Yeah, he had one good game because nobody has any tape on him. But yeah, don't fucking give him a farm. Um, Alex Smith is still out there. Granted, he ain't gonna. He might retire. He could, but I yeah. could also see him going to one of these teams that have a very young quarterback, either a coming up rookie or one of the rookies this year as kind of a, a mentor type. It'd be a good move. You know, solid backup and a decent, you know, if the, the rookie gets hurt or doesn't work out, you've still got a quality starter. Right. Patrick Mahomes credit credited Alex Smith a lot yeah, in his rookie sure. year so that he really helped mentor him and was really cool and I mean Smith hasn't said lot. anything. If I'm him, I retire. I would too, you, yeah. You, you did it. Yeah. You know, you did what nobody said you could do. You came back and, and you played in the NFL after I mean a, damn near having a a leg built from nothing. Right. You know, I think I would hang it up and not you know, almost killed him. Yeah, literally. Um, but he hasn't made any announcements. So as of right now, I got to think he's going to try and come back again. Um, you know, Pittsburgh is, it's still up in the air, but not quite as up in the air as it was a week ago. Yeah. It sure which, seems like Ben's coming back. Which, yeah. We'll, we'll get a little more into that here shortly. I just want real quick side note. I, this Stafford golf trade, I never, at least in my lifetime, remember a big blockbuster trade happening in the bye week between conference championship week and the Super Bowl. I can't. That's insane. No, not not when you're talking something this big as right. far as starting quarterback for starting quarterback. Now, granted, it can't be even made official until March when the, the new league year. Right. You know, um, but, yeah, I'd in all of my years I can't remember anything like this happening before the end you know, before the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll see stuff in the following week, a mm-hmm. couple weeks later maybe. But yeah, we're literally like you said, the bye week getting ready to go to the Super Bowl and we've got, you know I, two of the better quarterbacks in the league basically swapping places. Right. And again, I'm super happy for Matt Stafford because yeah. that guy for one, he's tough as shit. I rewatched that video. I don't even remember what year it was, but when he dislocated his rookie shoulder. Rookie year. Was that his rookie year? It was his rookie year, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and then goes back in the game. He's like, I can throw it. <laughs> I can throw one pass. Yeah. And throws a game-winning touchdown pass against? The Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Which that clip up. is awesome, too, because he's laying on the sideline. And yeah. then he hears that Cleveland call timeout. He goes, "Oh, oh, they call that. They call timeout. I can get back in. Yeah. I can get back. Get, get the fuck off me. Yeah, get the fuck off me." <laughs> yeah, he, says, he actually says it twice. Yeah, as because he's trying to get to a coach and somebody's trying to grab him. Whatever. He's like, "Fuck, get off me." Yeah, I can throw it. I can throw it and throw it. He did. And then as soon as he threw it, he's like, "Oh my god." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a, a little bit painful. And he didn't miss a game. Yeah, like it, 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 he's just tough. Like. Like Even I this said, year, I would have. I know, I would have fucking loved to see him wearing black and gold. Yeah. I really would have. I love Ben Roethlisberger, but I'm not gonna lie. Part of me was kind of hoping he'd hang it up and yeah. he'd go after somebody like Stafford. Because now, granted, I'm not giving up two first rounders for him. I don't love him that much. With uh, with the way our team is set up now, I don't think no. so. 
No. No, because we're going to need those first-rounders yeah. here real soon. Right. So, yeah, there's no way I'm giving up two first for him. Now, if I'm the Rams and I've got a lot of young guys there, and let's be honest, they're close, I yeah. think. They're they're right there. Their window is uh, nowhere near as, as bad as Pittsburgh's is. They've got a few years that they can do something. Granted, they have to do it now with no first round draft picks, but right. you know, at, at least the opportunity is there. So, uh, what were your thoughts in general on the the title games? I mean, I know you probably listened to me and Jake ram all, on about them, but I don't know if you had anything to add or. Um, no, not really. I mean, it's the Buffalo's performance was pretty disappointing. Yeah, but... Josh Allen really kind of shit the bed yeah i know right yeah it's not was, like casey's got a world beater defense either yeah, so 20 incompletions in that game against you know like I said a, a below average defense yeah i mean you covered the whole controversy about the kicking the field goal instead of going for it that was with green bay yeah green bay yeah, yeah that was stupid too I, I will say this, though. I think the whole, is Aaron Rodgers going to be a Packer next year? Yeah, he's going to be a Packer next year. I think that's getting blown up a little bit. I, it is, but again, when a player says something like that, you at least have to raise your eyebrow a little bit. All he said you know? was, uh, nothing is certain in this league. There's no guarantees, even with myself. Uh, understandable, but why wouldn't, I mean, your answer should have been, I don't see any reason why I won't be here next year. Well, you know, they show did. that kind of confidence. Not, I mean, granted, they did just draft a quarterback in the first round this year, and you know, well, I mean, ag- is on the wall again. But I he came in that situation though. You know, I don't know if he's upset. Well, yeah, that's exactly what you did to Brett Favre. They drafted you, and he still had to sit for a few years. Right. So it's it's a possibility. I agree. I think he's there. Well, I mean, even the. Not the owner, obviously, because Green Bay doesn't have an owner, but their president came out and said, of course Aaron Rodgers will be back next year, dot, dot, dot. We're not idiots. Yeah. So I, to me, that's a dead story. That's just sports talk, you know, trying to fill air. So That's kind of what we're doing right now. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, What else was I going to say? Speaking of Aaron, did you see that video that was going around TikTok? And other, I know you don't have TikTok. I don't either because we're straight men. But um, other social media saw it too. Of it's in Green Bay. You see Lambeau Field in the background, and there's a guy in the back of a pickup truck that looks a lot like Aaron Rodgers. And the car behind him is like, is that is that Aaron Rodgers? And they're filming him, and he holds up a case of beer. Did, did you not see that clip? No. It looks a lot like Aaron Rodgers. And they talked about it on McAfee, and AJ's like, "Oh yeah, that's definitely Aaron. Yeah, I guarantee it. It's that's the little path that they have to take to their practice field that we talked about. He probably just got in the back of a lineman's truck and saw the car behind him was filming, and he just held it up just to kind of joke around. And Aaron Rodgers came out, and goes, "Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's fucking uh, Bakhtiari's truck. I'm sure they're trolling, but it's still funny." Oh wow. Because the dude looks, and you don't get a great look at him, but it looks a lot like it, fucking well, Aaron Rodgers. It might have been. Maybe. I mean, AJ, why would AJ Hawk offer that information about, you know, that's where we're going to the practice field or whatever? Well, they've actually talked about that before. Green Bay's weird. You have to, when they go to practice, they get all dressed up in their pads and then get in their own personal vehicles 
drive to the practice squad, practice field, get out, practice, get back into their personal vehicle in pads, and then drive back. That's stupid. Well, I, I know, but <laughs> wow, publicly owned team, I guess. Well, yeah, but still, <laughs> I mean, what if what if it's a rainy day and you're, you know. I can't imagine some of those prima donna motherfuckers that have their Beamers and Mercedes and, you know, get all muddy and then they're going to climb into their fucking suede seats. And well, I'm sure they got a deal. It's like probably, I don't know, maybe some people have like trucks or something that are just for that trip. True. Yeah. They got money. They can buy a, a beater with a heater just for the their exactly. practice car. I, I, think, I think I'd get like a golf cart or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how far it is. Well, a golf cart in Lambeau or Green Bay? (laughs) Put fucking snow tires on it. I don't know. (laughs) Either that or just make the rookies all buy pickup trucks and just carpool that shit like like Aaron was doing, jumped in the back of somebody's truck. Allegedly. I don't know. I still don't. I I don't buy it. I think they're fucking around, but still it's funny. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, What else do we have? Oh, I did want to touch on this, which, again, I just talked about on Friday, but you actually have a personal interest in it the whole stock market thing oh would, yeah would, would you like to share your series of unfortunate <sighs> events so ever since covid started i had this idea of you know what maybe i should buy stock in amc movie theaters because you know there's no theaters aren't open right now and if they survive that hey that's going to be a big return on my investment which is exactly why i i bought stock in macy's Retail stores? Same line same, of thinking. Same, yeah. Exact same, because it tanked uh, because everybody fucking shut down. So I bought Macy's, and my I haven't sold it yet, and I probably need to because it looks like it's going down. But it as of right now, had like doubled since some of them are starting to reopen back up. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, with COVID, movie theaters were shut down. The, the stock completely tanked, so I don't, I don't blame you there. Yeah. So I finally decided to do it Friday. I got paid. I'm like, you know what? I This I'm, would be a week ago Friday. Or this? this the, a week, week ago, ago Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided, you know what? I'll put 20 bucks in AMC stock. <clears throat> and I'm poor. So I did it over the weekend, so it didn't officially I didn't officially buy it until this Monday. So bought it Monday, didn't really go up or do much of anything. Tuesday I think it went down a little bit. And then I had one of those the I call it the the bank account shock where you you know, you get paid and then a few days later you look at your bank account and realize where the fuck did all my money go? So I'm like, you know what, I'm actually gonna need this twenty bucks. I do I'll, that every week. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. So on Tuesday, I pulled it out. The next day is when it skyrocketed to almost like twenty bucks a share. Was it like seventeen? Some shit like that. It got up to twenty. Yeah, I bought it at like two dollars and thirty cents a share. Yeah. Yeah. So you could have made like four hundred bucks. Yeah. Instead, I lost twenty cents. Yeah. Like I said, my scenarios somewhat similar except for i was under the impression because i knew what was going on as it was happening um i wasn't gonna throw down on gamestop because you know a little late yeah yeah i didn't want to throw 300 dollars at it not knowing what was up but i figured hey you know maybe all these guys are gonna sell their gamestop and buy amc and do the same thing and jack it up so i bought into amc at like 17 Mm -hmm. and so it did climb Right after I bought it, I was like, yeah, go, go, go. But then by the end of that day, 
it was i think i made like eight bucks on my five five shares so the oh well, that's fine i bought it late in the day tomorrow man it's fucking gonna go and of course that was the day that robin hood and others uh decided yeah we're just not gonna sell it yeah and it tanked and went down to like seven bucks now it's climbed back a little bit but i'm still in the hole as far as that's concerned right um the other thing i talked about on friday Hopefully you didn't go out and buy a bunch of uh, doggy coin mm-hmm. <laughs> because it tanked uh, over the weekend. So far, it was, I think it peaked at right around eight cents, and now it's down to like two. I think the last time I looked. Uh, so yeah, if you listen to me, um, my bad. Yeah, but I still think you know cryptocurrency is is the future. Yeah. Um, it's just not necessarily the future right now. Right. Um, and, and Bitcoin even tanked. Oh, hey, it's climbed back up. Looky there. We got a spike. It's up to a whole four cents now mm. per coin. So it wouldn't be a bad deal. I, I wouldn't put your life savings in it, but I think it's something that will eventually climb. Like I talked about with my Bitcoin that I had three cents worth, and now it's worth like, eight bucks well now it might be worth six bucks because bitcoin kind of tanked okay i gotta bring this up too because i i'm shocked you hadn't heard this story and uh, maybe our audience most of you guys haven't if not you're gonna hear the story um i've been meaning to bring this up like the last three episodes and i keep fucking forgetting about it because you know i wouldn't think we'd talk you know stocks or finance on this show why would we do that but obviously things have changed um so you may have heard the story a couple weeks ago. There was a guy who, I think eight years ago. Stefan Thomas. Yes. Because uh, he's pulling it up right now. Uh, he bought Bitcoin eight years ago. Wasn't a, worth shit back then. Well, it was. Just not anywhere near where it's at now. Right. He so, bought 7,002 Bitcoins. Yeah. Wow. Right. Okay, go on. So anyway, he bought it, and eight years later, it's now worth $220 million. Hey, that's awesome. What a great feel-good story. Not so fast. (laughs) In order to access your Bitcoin, you have what's called a, uh, I believe it's called an ironed wallet, where it's super secure, encrypted, and it has a login, just like anything else. The poor bastard forgot his password. And on your ironed wallet, you only get 10 attempts to log in until it basically, it's almost like it electronically self-destructs and then it's gone forever. And the poor bastard only has two attempts left. So, uh, yeah, that poor son of a bitch. I told you this, and I mean it with every fiber of my being. I would have to kill myself after failed attempt number 10. Uh, he says time heals all wounds and that he's... Uh... He's made peace with himself, but yeah, I don't know. He now lives in San Francisco. He's one of several Bitcoin owners who have been locked out of their wallets. This has left a large amount of Bitcoins collectively worth $140 million unable to be retrieved. So I don't get how that works, though. Like if he owns it and it just it disappears... There's a, another man, a recent case, a Welsh man, says he threw away a hard drive loaded with 7,500 Bitcoin 
in 2013. He's offering his basically his town council seventy million dollars if they dig it up in the the city dump. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal for all parties involved. Why not? Yeah, they found all those fucking un unopened copies of ET, the video game. Yeah, but still, you're looking for something—a hard drive. Yeah, that was. I mean, a hard drive is slightly bigger than an, a deck of cards. Hmm. Not much, but a little bit bigger than that. That was buried eight years ago. Yeah. Good luck. At least yeah. the other guy has the hard drive. He just can't remember the password. Yeah. I I mean, wouldn't you write it down somewhere? Or, I mean. Uh, yeah. He said he's tried like every variation of his usual passwords and then can't, so. Watch him just try like his usual password when he uses for everything, and it lets him in. I'm sure you've had that before. It's like, yeah, fail, 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 and then you put it in f- the same way you felt like you had before, and then it lets you in. I would it's think like, there's. What the fuck? I mean, isn't there some kind of hacker out there that could get in for a price? Like, look, yeah. I, here's ten million dollars. You got one shot if you if you can do it. Ten million. Cash under the table, whatever. And God, I, I got to think there's a way to do it. But I, again, I don't know enough about these iron wallets. Maybe they're absolutely, you know, fail safe. But uh, I mean, but yeah, that's uh, eh, that's pretty depressing. Yep. So what next? Uh, I guess we can go ahead and rehash the uh, the, the Steeler news. Uh, uh, did you? We haven't talked about the the other MLB trade, did we? Oh wait, yeah, no, we did. Sorry, my bad. Arenado. Yeah, 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 my bad, my bad. Yeah. Uh, when last we left you, as far as our our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers, um, we didn't know what the hell was going on with the offensive coordinator. Well, now we do. It is again. They flipped back to Matt Canada, mm-hmm. and we've heard now that Ben has basically uh, Art Rooney the second. Uh, had an interview and said that, you know, yes, we want him back. No, we cannot have him back at that number. So basically they're going to do what I said, and that is there's going to have to be a renegotiation. I don't, I still don't think he's necessarily going to lose out on any money. I just think they're going to re rework the deal, turn it into a bonus, kick the can further down the road, mm-hmm. which I mean, it is what it is. Um, and then I think Pouncey is, probably a, a big part now they haven't completely made it ironclad yet they are scheduled to sit down after the super bowl and start talking um but i still think that if pound c says absolutely not i'm still not 100 percent convinced that ben will come back without him yeah i get that and again I'm, I'm okay with ben coming back i was uh prepared mm-hmm. if he wasn't you know if we could move on fine whatever but um like i've said numerous times the window isn't completely slammed shut it's a very 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 small window mm-hmm. but it's still there and if they can make it work financially and you know another big aspect of this is what is the salary cap going to be and we won't know that probably for i would say a few weeks right uh, typically they'll come out with something like that what a couple weeks before 
the, the new league the year. New league year yeah. starts, which I don't know what the date is, but I think it's first week of March. That sounds right sounds to me. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, as far as I know, they still haven't interviewed Pep Hamilton, who I would still like them to get as a quarterbacks coach, and potentially groom him to be a coordinator if Canada doesn't work out. Right. Because it's still an outside guy. Now, Canada, while he was never anywhere for a long time, he mm-hmm. was pretty successful in the places that he was as far as his offense, except for the one year in LSU when it just completely shit the bed and uh, Ogeron had to fire him. Mm-hmm. He runs a lot of like pre-stamp motion and everything. Um, and then I don't know if you heard, but there were – they didn't give the actual names, but there were – a couple of NFL defenders that had talked to a reporter and said that Pittsburgh's offense was the easiest one to prepare for. Well, no shit. I I listened to your last show. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm a little more optimistic than I originally was because hopefully Canada will come in and change at least the basic fundamentals of Randy Feekner's system. Right. You know, and knowing that we, uh, currently have the toughest schedule of the year next year you knew that right no i did not know that yeah our our schedule strength of opponents right now is the most difficult in the nfl as it sits right now now we know things change yeah haven't had the draft haven't had free agency right but yeah yeah, as far as the records of the teams that we're playing next year what they did this year we have the toughest schedule of of a 16 game season and if it goes to a 17-game season, which I think it's going to, mm. uh, especially probably now more than ever with the the amount of revenue they lost this year, yeah, um, I think they're going to want that 17th game, little little extra kick in the wallet, and that's going to be Seattle, is, is what they're saying our our 17th opponent would be. Uh, yeah, uh, God forbid they throw us, you know, the fucking Lions or right. You know, uh, we actually already play the Lions. We play that whole division. But they could have thrown us, you know, I don't know, anybody but <laughs> a, yeah. a playoff team. Exactly. You know, Russ Wilson, one of those kinds of quarterbacks that just fucking destroys us. Right. Um, so, yeah, again, cautiously optimistic, but we won't really have any answers until they decide what's going on with Ben and what's going to happen with the salary cap because we've got so many – free agents and it's just it's going to be a tough road for sure yeah. um yeah i i don't feel good about us going into this year which i've talked about men, yeah. men many times um we'll see yeah i mean, I, mean I just i like i said i when i say cautiously optimistic i i'm very cautious yeah i'm expecting not greatness yeah but you never know. I mean, injuries, things of that nature. Um, Having a shitty schedule or a, a brutal schedule actually kind of helps us because we always play to our competition. It, it does. As much as I harp on, on Mike Tomlin and the fact that he loses team to bad teams, traditionally he does pretty good against good teams. Now, this year, uh, Buffalo and, and Cleveland were pretty good teams, and we – did not handle those games at all, but right. we also lost to Cincinnati and Washington. So, yeah, if he can, his record overall against we didn't winning lose to Cincinnati. Teams, yeah, we did. We, we lost 
What? Yes. Cincinnati? Sure did. Second, The second time. They were one of the three in a row that we lost. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Shit. We Fuck. lost to Washington. Then we lost to Cincinnati. Then we lost... Or it was Washington Buff, Buffalo, or was it Buffalo? Washington was our first loss. Yeah. Then we lost to Cincinnati. Then we lost to Buffalo. Okay. Then yeah, we right. squeaked out one, and then we lost to fucking... Cleveland in the play or in yeah, the, you're right. The, Shit, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, fuck, sure did. God damn, it's embarrassing. Against uh, yeah, against not Joe Burrow. Burrow, yeah. it was was it Finley, or no? I think it was somebody somebody else. I remember who the fucking quarterback <laughs> was. That's how bad it was. Yeah, and we lost. Yeah, some guy that's probably gonna be at Radio Shack. Yeah, this fall. Yeah, uh, the other. While we're on the Steelers, you see Duck Hodges signed with the Rams. I did not see that. No. Yeah. I mean, good for him. Yeah, uh, I'm happy for him. You know, he he didn't play horrible. Not a lot of hunting in Los Angeles. Though, yeah, so. no, he's uh, <laughs> he's gonna have to go up to the northern part of California. It's funny though that that's where the the Ducks are, the NHL yeah. team, the the Mighty Ducks. So, depending on what happens there, I could see a little cross promotion there. But yeah, there you go. Um, I do, I That'd be a funny gag, like he's in like like pregame warmups, like skaters are out there, and camera cuts to him like against the glass and gear and whatnot. Right? Like, yeah. Using the duck call. Right. <laughs> so yeah, good news. You you got a job in the NFL. You're going to the Rams, where you know Jared Goff kind of sucks. You might have a shot. Oh wait, we just traded for one of the toughest quarterbacks in the NFL who doesn't like to miss a snap. So good luck with that. Yeah, not great. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the other thing I was going to talk about, uh, Be Hero Fights. I know I pumped it up on Friday. That episode that I'm on should drop today at some point. I actually just checked it. Still not yet. No? But. Um, well, keep keep checking. Be <laughs> Hero Fights. And the letter B, by the way, yes, not the B-E. B. Which I explained that on this show if you had listened to it. I, I Once I rewound it, I heard it, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, it'll be... Uh, Super Bowl traditions will be the, the something along those lines will be the name of the episode. Uh, the other thing I, if you recall, over a week ago I gave Dylan my Disney Plus login information so that he could get all caught up and we could talk about cool things like WandaVision and the Mandalorian and things of that nature. And Dylan, exactly how much of that did you watch? Zero. Yes. See what I have to fucking deal with. <laughs> Uh, well, I have other. There's other stuff I watched. I can yeah, talk about. Most of it is stupid, though. Nobody gives a shit about Lady Bird. No, you shouldn't. That's kind of a. That's an acquired taste. Yeah. I won't talk about that. One thing I will recommend, though, I Tanya. What the fuck is that? It's the Tanya Harding biopic starring Margot Robbie. Came out. I think it was last year. I actually recommend that. I think you'd like it. Margot Robbie plays Tanya Harding. Mm-hmm. Do they reenact the wedding video? The wedding video. You're too young. For Apparently that. not. Yeah. No. Shortly after all of that went down, she did a sex tape. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, there were the was I think it was it was either Penthouse or Hustler got a hold of it, and yeah, you could watch the entire. Basically, it was their wedding night. Him and or him, her and old Jeff Galuli, and uh, they take the fuck truck to Pound Town. <laughs> you could watch the whole video, and then I think they had a, an entire spread in the magazine, but. Yeah, if Margot Robbie reenacts that, I'll go. I'll watch it now while we're doing the fucking show. Cause I have bad news. That was not addressed. Yeah, okay, well, then I'm out. I already know what happened. 
I'm t- I, so did I, but it's a very, very good movie. I have to be honest. I really, really who plays it. who plays Galuli? Uh, um, I don't know his name. The Winter Soldier. Really, he plays Galuli. Yeah. See, he looks too good to play because Jeff Galuli was a skeezy looking motherfucker. Man, we're talking about her husband. Yeah, her husband. Yeah, her right? husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and then I can't remember the name of the guy that actually did the beatdown. I don't either because he's not in it a whole lot. Basically, his whole part is he gets tired, he does it, and then he walks away, and then you never really see him again. But it's it's very very good. Um, Allison Jenny, I think is her name from The West Wing, plays Tanya Harding's mom. Mm-hmm. She's great in it too. I I it's it's a very funny movie. It's Who plays like, funny? Yeah, it's it's like a dark comedy. Who plays Nancy Kerrigan? Uh, I don't know. Some she's not in it a whole lot, believe it or not. They cover the incident. Well, she's in it for the incident, obviously, of yeah, course. Yeah. And a scene earlier in the movie where Tanya Harding says talks about how a lot of people don't realize this. We were actually friends because we were doing a lot of the same events. We roomed together several times, and there's a scene where they're like partying together in a hotel room. But that's really it. Hmm. Yeah, but I I actually really recommend that. I think you would like it. I thought it was really funny. They were friends. Let's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. that pretty much ends a friendship when you hire somebody to break your fucking kneecaps with a lead pipe. She denies that. Yeah. Okay. I just I'm just saying she denies that, and the way the movie presents it is that she didn't know. Oh, that it was all Galuli or yeah. Oh well, not even Galuli. Her bodyguard just kind of took it upon himself to do that well yeah there's no way in hell that happened I, i'm not buying that for a second yeah so um, she she knew what needed to be done in order to get that olympic spot maybe okay i'll give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe gluely was acting on his own accord and you know mm. wanted her to be his golden goose and he paid off the big dude to do what he did but yeah one of them knew what the hell what's going on with that there's just nobody will ever convince me otherwise yeah well galuli denies like i said uh, he denies telling you know ordering the pipe to the knee but he also denies beating her for beating tanya harding for years and she said it happened so right he might be a scuzzy piece of shit so who was oh cloris leachman died you see that i did see that yeah which didn't know she was still alive I, it's one of those that I thought I remembered hearing about her dying a couple of years ago, but right. yeah, no, she uh, she just died. Right. I think she was, wasn't she 89, 90, somewhere in there? Old enough that you were surprised she was alive. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, Betty White still kicking it, 99 years All old. Right. I think she turns 100 this year. Right. Uh, you know what else that I didn't cover mm-hmm. and it happened a long time ago and us being guys and we talk about some pretty rancid shit not rancid but i mean i tell strip club stories for christ's sake Mm. we didn't talk about pornhub and what happened what what happened you don't know what happened uh pornhub connoisseur or is that oh i am not your go oh i am just what they took off like nine million videos did you ever notice that one day all of a sudden the selection was Subpar? No, explain. Okay, so any video that was on Pornhub, Mm -hmm. 
that was not a verified contributor. Like you had to go through the verification process that this is my video. Here's my ID and shows that everybody that is in said video is of age, blah, blah, blah. Right. They took them off. All of them. I kind of get that because I remember hearing a story that there was a, a, a video with a 15-year-old girl that was on there for months yeah, and I no mean, one the, knew about it. The main, and that's one of the reasons, but the main reason, and they'll they'll never come out and say it, is because of the success of OnlyFans and the, the whole, you know, all these models are now signing up for OnlyFans and Snapchat premiums and things of that nature and, and making money off of it, so... It's like the farm to table for smut really is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, yeah. And they literally did it in the middle of the night. It, mm. it as far as like our, it took place at like between the hours of three and 5 a.m. Our time. The darkness of nightfall. <laughs> yeah. Like all these videos. Cause Hey, I'm a fan of the, the homemade amateur brand, you know, cause me too. Yeah. You know, there's a lot to be said for production value and things of that nature, but I guess if when I want to indulge in, you know, said videos, I like to know that it's just two people that, you know, turn the fucking camcorder on and just go to town and they were all gone. Yeah. Like the ver there's some verified ones, but yeah, there were a lot well, over nine million. Yeah. And uh the chive covered it, which is how I knew what was going on because I noticed that a lot of the <laughs> those kinds of videos were gone. Yeah, because I you know used to visit the site frequently. Mm. But uh, yeah, up there at the top in the search bar, mm -hmm. you could before you would click on it, it would say search eleven million nine hundred some thousand whatever videos, mm -hmm. and then literally two hours later it said search two million nine hundred thousand like. Just in the blink of an eye, they eradicated 9 million smut videos. Hmm. And their traffic just fell off the cliff. Hmm. Like, it was the most visited porn site in the world. Right. Rightfully so. And I, I think they might still be number one, but the gap is way... Like, it, it used to be Pornhub way up, and then, like, YouPorn... And now, like, U-Porn is fucking breathing down their necks and may eventually overtake them because you can still find, from from what I heard, you can still find <laughs> heard rumors some of those uh, homemade quality uh, features mm. on sites like U-Porn and I think it's XNXX, something like that. I, I'd have to look in my search history to tell <laughs> you. But, yeah. I you just, don't use incognito mode? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And let me just say that should I expire unexpectedly, you're my, okay. you're my guy. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. Destroy all electronics <laughs> and any strange boxes. Just throw them away. Right. Don't, don't open them. Set them on fire and walk away. You got it. So <clears throat> I got it. Um, that. That actually makes sense. I, I I thought of a just I remembered another reason why Pornhub would want to do that. Um, did you know people were putting like not bootleg but TV shows on Pornhub? 
Yeah, you. Yeah, you I remember like the last night. season of Rook and Morty was on Pornhub, like in its entirety. Yeah, because well, for you could literally go on once you sign up for an account. You didn't necessarily have to. The only way you had to be verified is if you wanted to get paid for it. Mm-hmm. But you could go on and just you could upload whatever you wanted. Mm. And sometimes, like if it wasn't, you know, YouTube would, appropriate, they would catch it. Mm. Or like copyright or whatever. Yeah, they they would catch it and get rid of it. But um, when when there's that much content, some stuff slips through the cracks. Right. I well, like the underage. I mean, I'm sure there was probably quite a bit on that. Not my thing, but yeah, no. I'd, again, but I, I'm sure it was there. Right. And hey, that's good. Let's get rid of that. Um, there was something else I wanted to mention as well. Oh, I have another movie to recommend. I, I finally remembered the other movie I watched that I wanted to watch for months and finally watched it. Um, Booksmart. Have you heard about it? No. Okay. It's basically super bad with girls. Hmm. Instead of two dorky dudes that want to party, the high school age kids that want to party, it's two dorky girls. It's directed by Olivia Wilde. I highly recommend that. That's on Hulu right now. It's funnier than hell. It's really good. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis, her now ex-husband, is in it. He's the principal. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other big star. I know Olivia Wilde herself isn't in it. Uh, I don't know her name. I'm trying to think who Olivia Wilde is because I immediately go to Olivia Munn. No, she's the other Olivia. Um, I guarantee you know who she is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's hot too. Yep. Jason Sudeikis was tapping that. <laughs> Yeah, up until like two months ago, they got divorced. Nice, I know, right? Good for him. Good pull, Jay. I know, right? Um, but no, I highly, highly recommend that movie. I, you're you would if you love Super Bad, you will love this movie. It's really funny. And now the rumor is that she's with Harry Styles. Mm. <sighs> yeah, shame. I know, right? You know he's not funny. No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Enjoy not laughing for the rest of your life, yeah. sweetheart. As far as I'm concerned, he's not talented, period. But Right. Uh, a bunch of 12-year-old girls would disagree. Right. Well, they're 12-year-old girls. They're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Right. Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, I had one other thing I wanted to mention. Talked about it a few times. Um, it definitely looks like we're getting a new GTA because, I don't know if you heard this, like last week, Someone saw it was a LinkedIn page, a guy that wor- used to work for Rockstar, and on his resume he didn't write GTA, but he said a I think he put like an unannounced or soon to be released Rockstar franchise project or some something akin to that, and it's been, now been deleted. So a lot of people are thinking it's it's going to be GTA Six. So I don't Yay. know why they're keeping this such a big secret. I don't know. I don't get that either. Why not just announce it? I mean, it? I realized the cyberpunk hype train fucking gloriously derailed. Yeah. But this is Rockstar. Why wouldn't you at least say, hey, it's coming? Mm-hmm. You know, start. You don't necessarily have to show us anything or, or just make the announcement of, yeah, it's it's on the way. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to say when. Just, I mean, end all the speculation and say, yeah, we're it's coming. You know, we we hope to have it in such and such, but there's no guarantee of that yet. Right. When we know more, you'll know more. But yes, 
Stop fucking talking about it. It's coming. Instead of having all I think these I know the reason. Cryptic. Okay. Because GTA 5 online is still making a lot still, of money. Still, yes. Yeah. Breaking in the money. So maybe they don't want to announce it and then... Because I get that. Like, if you're playing GTA 5 a lot, it's like, I could buy $10 in shark cards. Or, you know what? I could just wait and then, you know, buy GTA 6. There you go with common sense. I know, right? What an asshole. I'm just saying. All right. Now, when are you off again? Tomorrow. Okay, well, that's not happening. Okay. Sunday. For the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I guess we got to go ahead and do the Super Bowl shit now, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm just, you know, because so like I wanted to do like our, our, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start Super Bowl coverage. All right. Who's playing again? <laughs> All right. So as we uh, briefly touched on earlier, Super Bowl 55 takes place in Tampa. First time ever a uh, home team is hosting the Super Bowl. That didn't make sense. A a participating team is hosting the Super Bowl. You know what's that? you know what's funny about that? Kansas City is officially the home team for that I game. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty wild. Um, the one thing that I don't agree with is, and granted, I know it's COVID, blah blah blah, but Kansas City's not allowed the teams, and this was established before it was finally decided which two teams were in it. But you're not allowed to travel to the Super Bowl city until two days before the game. Yeah. Well, Tampa's already fucking there. Right. So they don't have to worry about any of that travel stuff. So there's already a little bit of an advantage, I would think. Yeah. But it's still, I think they're going to have a tough road to hoe there. Yeah, they're playing Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh. So what's your pick? Uh, Chiefs. Well, I think, what did you guys say the line was the other day? Minus three KC, right? Uh, it is, yeah, it actually opened last week um, when it was decided. It opened at three and a half, and now it's three. KC is favored. Yeah, I just checked. It still is, at least on FanDuel. Um, yeah. I, over under is 56 and a half. 50, yes, 56 and a half. 56 and a half. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'll take KC, too. To cover? Yeah, to cover. Me too. Um, there are some question marks. Uh, I, is Antonio Brown going to play? Hopefully not. Because oh, fuck yeah. him. Agreed. Uh, I think he. I think he's going to. Because if I'm not, I think he was close last week, but mm. they just said on Thursday that no, he's out. Mm. Um, and I think that that was the reason was that they were hoping they're going to win that game so that they could have him for the Super Bowl. Uh. Le'Veon Bell did not play uh, last week for Kansas City. Even when he was healthy, he doesn't play much. So I I can't imagine Andy Reid being so diabolical that he's, you know, going to make this sign and, and wait until the Super Bowl to unleash his master plan and heavily feature Le'Veon Bell. So I don't think he's going to be much of a factor. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to play. Yeah. I just don't see him getting, you know, any more than – the 10 to 15 touches slash targets that he traditionally has gotten. Right. Um, I did see that uh, Stephen Wisniewski, who Pittsburgh signed in the offseason, but through injuries and whatnot, never really ended up getting cut halfway through the season, actually just re-signed with KC. So 
Right. Talk about, you know, slipping in a pile of shit and landing yeah. in a bed of roses. You get to now play in the Super Bowl. Right. Because it looks like he is going to play. Yeah, um, KC does have two tack both their tackles are hurt. Um that that's one of those things where I in my heart of hearts, I think that might be a bigger factor than I'm allowing it to be. You know what I mean? Because Tampa has a very good D line and I mean going being down two tackles is that's huge. Oh yeah. So I mean I I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any stretch of the imagination. I don't either. I mean I I think KC will cover but I hate him but it is Tom Brady. So yeah, I I don't see it being like you said I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um KC's defense obviously is isn't great. Um even though they played great last week against Buffalo. Um that and Tampa's defense is pretty good. At least can be pretty good, but yeah, the um, current injury report, and granted, we're still a week out, but right. they have Le'Veon Bell is questionable. Uh, their linebacker Willie Gay is he's out. Sammy Watkins questionable. Lajarius Sneed, never heard of him. He's questionable for the Bucks. Antonio Brown and Mike Evans are both listed as questionable, but uh, I don't see any way that Mike Evans doesn't play. Brown, not me neither. Uh, don't really know the extent of his injury, but the Bigger one is Antoine Winfield, yeah, uh, being questionable. He did not play last week, so uh, I would imagine he was close as well. So I think it was also another. Let's just hold him out in mm-hmm. hopes that he's ready for the Super Bowl. Sure. Uh, as far as how they stack up points per game, KC scores twenty nine point six, and Tampa actually scores more at thirty point eight per game. Wow, I never would have guessed that. Me neither. Uh, defensively, KC only allows 20. Tampa Bay allows 23. Huh. Total yards, KC allows... No, no, no. Offensively, KC gets 425 yards a game versus Tampa's 393. Uh, Passing and rushing, they are better than Tampa Bay is on, on the average. Defensively, it's literally neck and neck, 366 to 366.3 as far as yards allowed per game. Tampa has a better rush defense, which that's no secret. That has been uh, the one Achilles heel of KC, I think, this year is their inability to consistently stop the run. So just There's, looking at that, I got to think we're going to see a heavy dose of Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Yeah. And rightfully so. But it's still Bruce Arians, and he has Tom Brady and Mike Evans yeah. and Antonio Brown, and yeah. So, can he commit to the run? I don't know. I mean, we we had him as an offensive coordinator. He doesn't like to commit to the run. It looks like so. No, and Tom Brady doesn't either. Yeah, and he he's he would rather throw, you know, them five yard slants and outs and everything, and and slowly methodically run down the field, but. Mm-hmm. When you've got two workhorse backs like that, I don't see why you wouldn't take advantage of it, especially against a team that has struggled against the run. Um, as far as passing yards allowed, Tampa Bay is a little worse than than KC, two eighty to two forty five. So, I, I on paper it looks like it's going to be a really even match. And I agree. I, I with you. I tend to agree. I think we're going to be looking at like a thirty. 
I'm going to say Kansas City 37 to 31. Okay. I, yeah. So what that means is that it's going to be 17 to 14. <laughs> yeah. Because my predictions tend to fucking go off the rails. Right. Um, I'm going to say, uh, well, I picked the over, so. Which is why I went as high as I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to think Casey's going to score 30 points. I do, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I'm going to say 31, oh, no, not 31. I'm going to say 34-28. Casey. All right. Yeah. Does that cover the over? I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to do the math in my head. I'm like, uh, and you know, you don't want 30, me doing 34, math. 34, 28. Also turn into a four hour fucking well, yeah, podcast. That, yeah, that covers you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that comes out to, uh, I just had it in my head. Over 56. 62, I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's over 56. So we're covered there. All right. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I might actually be a little high with 37, 31, but you know, fuck it. I'm going to stick with it. I feel like I might even be high too, but I already picked the over. So. <laughs> Uh, can't contradict myself. Here's an interesting fun fact. This will be the first year in, God, it, it might be first ever, but I, I know it's first in probably over 30 years. If it's the stat you're about to say, I, I'm pretty sure it's the first ever, but go ahead. Well, now I'm curious. Well, you took give yours and then I'll tell you mine. Budweiser is not going to have a commercial. Okay, I was way off. <laughs> They say they're doing something special, and I don't know if it's something COVID or. Why wouldn't related. you want to do an ad for the Super Bowl? I don't know. Bud Bud Light will, uh, but Bud Weiser won't have an ad. I, I always look forward to their ads. I know they're they usually include, one of the better ones, and they include Clyde's, Clydesdales and puppies. We we touched on this on the Be Hero show. The the commercials in general over the last three or four years are significantly worse than, yeah. than they have been. And they brought up an interesting point. The budget mm -hmm. might play a factor because the cost for getting one of those spots just every year is astronomical. Goes yeah. up, up, up. And so then you don't have a lot of money to make a cool commercial. But we've seen some good ones. Just not nearly as many as yeah. like you, you used to pretty much have to be glued to catch every single commercial break. And now it seems like there might be one decent commercial every block of commercials as opposed to back to back to back. I still remember being a, I was a kid. I think it was this it was the Patriot Eagle Super Bowl, the first one, because I was a kid. We watched it in your garage. You guys had a party. And I still remember this. The game's on. They go to the first commercial break, and I remember someone like yelling, "Shh, commercials!" Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was the way it always was. It was like, yeah, the, the you know, because I mean, when Pittsburgh's not in the Super Bowl, which has only been what three times in the last twenty years, huh? When Pittsburgh's not in the Super Bowl, what do yeah. You then that's like. I'm more excited to watch the commercials. Uh, you worded that backwards. When Pittsburgh is not in the Super Bowl, 
I don't pay as much attention to the game. Okay, well, you said when Pittsburgh's not in the Super Bowl, which has only been like three times in the last 20 years, I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, yes, what? Yeah, <laughs> which has, yeah, when they're not in the Super Bowl, has only not been three times. There's like a fucking quintuple negative right there. Yeah. But yeah. If Pittsburgh's in the Super Bowl, the game is obviously way more important. But right. when they're not in the Super Bowl, I'm there for the commercials. Like, mm. I'll watch the game. But unless I have a really strong rooting interest, it's whatever. I mean, even like I want Kansas City to win very, very bad because I just fuck Tom Brady. Yeah, fuck Tom Brady. I don't want him to see him get seven. Look, he's the goat. Fine, whatever. Eat a dick. Right. But I'm still more excited to see really cool commercials and, and things of that nature and like movie trailers that, you know, first appear and things like that. Yeah. And it's just been very disappointing these last several years. Yeah, I know. And it seems like they're trying to um, – two trends I've noticed in the last, like, five years. Um, a, these companies will just – or, like, the movie trailers, they won't pay for the the ad block, but they'll release them on YouTube the day of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Which is disappointing. But um, the other part of it, too, is that it seems like the cur- commercials are – they're steering towards serious or, like, inspirational. Yeah. Yep. And some of those Instead can be kind of funny and entertaining and yeah. 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 I, I, I like the funny commercials. Yeah. So Yeah, if I you know, if I want drama or tearjerker, I'll fucking get on Netflix and watch a sappy movie. I'd I want entertainment during my entertainment. Right. You know. I mean, I the point is is you have to re- something to remember. Mm-hmm. I mean the greatest Super Bowl commercial ever isn't funny though. No, it it was sentimental and tug tug. Hey, kid, catch! Yeah, yeah. But it was, I mean, it was iconic. Well, obviously, we're talking about the Mean Joe Green Coke commercial where he throws the little kid's jersey. But the IBM commercial back in the day, or the no, not IBM Apple. Nineteen eighty four. That's a legendary one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, me being me. Yeah. I'm looking for funny. Yeah, exactly. Entertaining, wacky. What's up? Yeah, you know, yeah. the the Bud Bowl and uh, Doritos has had some really good ones over the years. Uh, Pepsi had a few good ones over the years. Even Coke, for that matter. But, yeah, I want... Sidney Crawford commercial funny, is still legendary. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want entertained. Mm-hmm. Funny, that's the, the ones that I really remember. Mm-hmm. The ones that are, like, emotional... Yeah, I might re- I might remember the commercial. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what the fucking product was. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's because you'll see this long drawn out commercial, not have any idea what the hell they're talking about, and then at the end you'll get a logo. Yeah, like uh, I don't remember that. Right, I, I remember what happened to the commercial, but I don't know what the fuck you're selling. Yeah, which um, I think is kind of counterproductive. <laughs> yeah, and, and speaking of uh, trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I get into that, any w- w- speculate on what you think might we might see, knowing what's coming down the pipe? Huh? Any, do you have any? Oh, movie wise? Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. I, I think we might get a Batman. Maybe. Hopefully, yeah. You know, because we already kind of got a teaser, so I could see another one coming of that. Right on. Um, Spider Man Three, maybe possibility yeah I, I don't know how far they are into production though yeah covid kind of mission impossible 
that's probably we already we'll got see. a teaser you know yeah, we'll, we'll you motherfuckers <laughs> yeah people <laughs> yeah. Are losing their houses yeah that's uh, no. the wrong kind of publicity but yeah it was a teaser um god it's kind of tough because everything's so fucked up right now with closed yeah, and delayed and it's really hard to say um, um dune maybe um I like some of the one. warner brothers stuff i could see that one being one uh another one which i was going to bring up which we've already seen it or at least i've seen it i don't know if you watched it king kong godzilla have you seen the trailer for i that? don't give a fuck dude it looks good Whoa. it does cgi giants fighting each other a, i don't care have you watched did you watch the new godzilla no. or kong nope both pretty strong. I mean, <clears throat> as far as if you're into the, you know the whole monster movie genre. This, nope. Yeah, yeah. This is somebody, ladies and gentlemen. This is somebody who, instead of watching something cool like Wandavision or The Mandalorian, watched fucking Lady Bird. Good movie. I really enjoyed it. Great performances. Great coming of age tale. Did you have to move the ball, the guy's balls, out of your way to see the the screen at any point while you're? Gagging on I will. Clock. I will not apologize for having great taste. Suck my dick. I wouldn't. Uh, we'll have to agree to disagree. But no, oh. it it does. It looks it looks good. I'm. I would be interested. Would I go to the theater? No, but it takes a lot to get me to go to the theater. But that'd be I, a type of movie you'd want to go to the theater. I would think. Probably, but I won't. <laughs> I'll still. <laughs> I I'll mean, steal it. As far yes, as far as like effects and you know. It's it is definitely going to be one of those movies that will probably be best enjoyed in a big screen environment. But yeah, it's like Avatar. I I watched that in the theater, 3D, great experience. I've never seen it since, just because I'm like, it's not. Yeah, it's not going to hold up. At, I liked it. I didn't love it. Yeah, me too. You know, I mean, it was it was okay. It's Dances with Wolves. In yeah, it's space, a, it's yeah. the alien version of Dances with Wolves, basically. You, that's that's pretty fucking spot on. Yeah, uh, that is one that that we could see though. Avatar, yeah, yeah, because that's mostly CGI, or at least a lot of. Mm-hmm. So I could see us getting a taste of that, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I I know they. He was, he being James Cameron, didn't they make like the next three right in a row? I, like at the I same think time, it's two, maybe two, whatever. I think it's. I think he's doing making it a trilogy. So and yeah, that is very possible. Well, I think the plan is for like six movies. What? Yeah. Why? Because the first one was the highest grossing movie of all time until a year ago, or two years ago. Yeah, but no. We'll just, uh, just Matrix could be one. Yeah. I know that that's been in in production. Yeah, we haven't seen anything for it. It's supposed to come out this year too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, you're probably right there. Yeah, that, that's one of the ones on the the list for uh, Warner Brothers slash HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen trailers for Tom and Jerry. No. Yeah, no. Uh, you know what else? I think we'll probably see at Super Bowl Space Jam. Yes, Space Jam. I yeah, could definitely see that being one of them. Right. Makes sense. I mean, it's. Um, and everyone's watching the Super Bowl, but you also get sports fans. So yeah, and it is basketball season, so yeah. you know you get LeBron, which I'm doing the jerk off motion because I was going to say that I, doesn't really translate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not at all. Ex- that's that's one of those movies. Just let it go. Like it was great as it was. 
I mean, it's it's people my age. It's nostalgia. It's not. It's. I, I think we watch. I think Hunter and I watched it. Oh yeah, we watched it because. No, it wouldn't have been Disney Plus because Looney Tunes. But see, I don't see that being a nostalgia. Like that's not going to get people like us that enjoyed the first one to go see it. It's for the whole new generation of the, you know, the kids that like cartoons and love LeBron James, Mm -hmm. just like Space Jam was when it was out. It was people that liked Looney Tunes and oh my God, it's Michael Jordan. Yeah, you know, they're not going for us thirty and forty somethings. That watched Space Jam back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, I think it was like 95 or so. So, yeah. Because I I don't give a single fuck about Space Jam with LeBron James. Because what what are you going to... To be honest, again... Is is it a remake? Is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? Is I mean... I, I don't give a shit about the original Space Jam. I mean... Okay, as a kid, it's like Michael Jordan and the Looney yeah. Tunes cool, but I'm yeah, an adult it was, now. It was mildly entertaining, and I was, I think. You do get a great song, though, out of it. There was yeah. that. I believe I can fly. Yeah. Trying to think what year that came out. It was right around the Dream Team. No. Dream Team was like, what, nine, early six. Oh, was it? I thought it was early. Or no, you're right. Dream Team was 92. It, well, it was right. It wasn't long after that because it was when Michael left. Yeah, I mean, it was around the they, retirement. They worked that into uh, the release date, November tenth, nineteen ninety six. Okay, so yeah, I was right. Hmm. Thank you. All right. All right. Um. So yeah, I was uh, twenty. I'm surprised. Yeah, when you said you loved it, I'm like, I was huh? twenty one. I was surprised. I did, because... Yeah, I, I like I said, I found it entertaining. It was, you know. But I had Michael Jordan. So. Yeah, and Charles Barkley, who back in the day, while I loved the Bulls, Charles Barkley was my actual favorite player because... Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, because he was, as far as playing basketball, I was way more like Barkley than, oh. than Michael. I wasn't, you know, flying over anybody, but I'd elbow the and fuck didn't out win of shit, and, yeah. and grab a rebound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <Sorry>. asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that one always hurt. As, as much as I did like the Bulls, I... I wanted to see Chuck get a ring, and he finally gets there with Phoenix, and Michael's in his way. Yeah. It was sad. So, yeah, that's, uh, like I said, we're both taking the Chiefs. We're both taking them to cover, uh, but we both think it's going to be a fairly close game. And who knows? uh, What are you doing for Super Bowl Sunday? I don't know yet. I might be going to your brother's. I think he talked about doing a little. I might actually go there this time because Steelers aren't playing, so I don't have to worry about shit getting thrown at me. Yeah. You know, that's always a plus. Right. Um, yeah, maybe I'll come there and do wings. And yeah. Although, I don't know, the last couple of years I've really enjoyed just sitting on my fat ass in my recliner and not having to worry about driving anywhere after the game. Really? Because last year I watched the Super Bowl by, by myself, and it sucked. I didn't like it. I say it don't bother me. I'm... I, because it doesn't make it feel it's the goddamn Super Bowl. Like it should be an event, and it, me Agreed. watching it by myself, ordering wings, I, does not make it an event. I might show up. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, I was gonna say you can do a pre and post show afterwards, but then that requires taking the day off. What do you mean taking the day off? Well, if we do a post show, fuck, that's 
11, 12 o'clock at night. No, it's not. Super Bowl usually doesn't get over till almost 10. No. Wrong. You're wrong. No, I'm not. Bullshit. Like, kickoff is, an, is five, like, like 5.40 our time. Exactly. So and three hours. What Super Bowl in your life has been over in three hours? I'll answer that for okay, you. Okay, yeah, no. Fucking zero. Because the halftime shows. Like a half hour. At least. Yeah. Most Super Bowls run easily four hours. Usually longer. Usually before it's all said and done, it's almost 10 o'clock by the time they're. And then, of course, you sit around and you watch, you know, some of the post-game celebrations and things like get the MVP. And, yeah, it stretches out. And now, I don't know, this year I think the pregame starts today. It <laughs> seems like every year the pregame show gets longer and longer. But I stopped watching the pregame. I don't give a shit anymore. Like I, I might, I'll turn it on, like, 20 minutes before kickoff. Yeah, maybe I will go to Roz and bring the laptop and, like, three mics and just all of us sit around getting drunk watching the Super Bowl. And There you go. If somebody's interested in listening to a bunch of idiots yeah, talking through the Super Bowl and doing shots and eating wings, then maybe we'll do that. There you go. So, yeah. Jake, let me know what you think. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for episode number 45. We will maybe see you Sunday, maybe uh, maybe Friday. I don't know. We'll see you the next time we see you. Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya.